I invite you to stand as you are comfortable for the reading of the gospel. From Mark chapter 2. One Sabbath, Jesus was going through the grain fields, and as they made their way, his disciples began to pluck heads of grain. The Pharisees said to him, Look, why are they doing what is not lawful on the Sabbath? And Jesus said to them, Have you never read what David did when he and his companions were hungry and in need of food? He entered the house of God when Abiathar was high priest and ate the bread of the presence, which is not lawful for any but the priests to eat, and he gave some to his companions. Then he said to them, The Sabbath was made for humankind and not humankind for the Sabbath. So the Son of Man is Lord even of the Sabbath. Again, Jesus entered the synagogue, and a man was there who had a withered hand. The Pharisees watched him to see whether he would cure him on the Sabbath, so that they might accuse him. And he said to the man who had the withered hand, Come forth. Then Jesus said to them, Is it lawful to do good or to do harm on the Sabbath, to save life or to kill? But they were silent. Jesus looked around at them with anger. He was grieved at their hardness of heart, and said to the man, Stretch out your hand. He stretched it out, and his hand was restored. The Pharisees went out and immediately conspired with the Herodians against Jesus how to destroy him. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise, Praise you, you, O Christ. Christ. You may be seated. <clears throat> How are you? But no, really. How are you? How are you doing? How are you feeling? Close your eyes if you're comfortable and just listen to yourself for a moment. How is your physical self doing? Is your body feeling refreshed and awake and ready, maybe for some more coffee? <coughs> Are you feeling tired? Are you hurting? Are you aching? Did you work a little too long in the yard yesterday or at your job this week? Did you sit too long at a computer or look for too long down at your phone and that tightness in your shoulders is creeping in? Maybe you're feeling an ache that has been there for so long you had forgotten it was there. How are you? How's your mind doing? Are you feeling clear and open, filled with joy and excitement? Maybe you just finished a great book that taught you something new. Are you feeling content, happy even, or is it a mixture of things? Is your mind wandering? Have you been feeling confused, worried, perplexed, wondering at what's next, wondering at your own feelings, hoping things will change? How are you doing? How's your heart today? Does it feel open to, like your mind, filled with love, filled with hope? Maybe you got to visit with friends or family this weekend and are filled to the brim with the joy they bring. Maybe your heart is feeling fragile. Maybe you're wondering how you can protect it. Have you been hurting? 
Have you been afraid? Has your heart been feeling a bit more solid, a bit more protected, a bit hard? How are you feeling? How are you? If you closed your eyes and you're still awake, you can open your eyes now. Sometimes we just need a moment to breathe, to think, to feel what's going on inside of us. We get asked all the time how we're doing. I know I have probably asked most of you already this morning that question at least once before worship started. But sometimes it's hard to find the time to actually answer that question, even if it's just for ourselves. And if there is a day where we should have a moment to breathe, to think, to feel what's going on in our bodies, our minds, and our hearts, it should be today, because today is Sunday, and it's the day that many of us as Christians observe as the Sabbath. The idea of observing the Sabbath was first laid out in the Ten Commandments in the book of Exodus. Exodus said that because in the creation story, God rested on the seventh day, God commanded that God's people have a day of rest too. But our reading from the Old Testament today didn't come from Exodus. It came from the Ten Commandments restated in Deuteronomy. And in Deuteronomy, God commands that God's people keep the Sabbath, not because of the creation story, but because they need it. Because for generations, the Hebrew people, all of them, were slaves in Egypt with their backs and their entire bodies breaking to build pyramids, work fields, to serve in houses. After generations of slavery in Egypt, the Hebrew people need a moment. Their bodies need a day of rest. And because God saved them from Egypt, from slavery, from broken bodies, God breaks their chains, and God gives the Hebrew people and us this gift, a commandment for self-care. For all, a day of rest for every single person, slave or free, man or woman, a command to find renewal for themselves. Our physical selves, our bodies, if you didn't already know, are kind of fragile. Paul, in his second letter to the church in Corinth, describes us as clay jars. And clay jars were breakable, kind of cheap. They would crack just before they would break, and they were not really the best vessels for holding things. And our bodies aren't always either. It's in us, Paul tells us, that God has placed an incredible treasure. The treasure of Christ's light, of love and grace, the treasure of the gospel is entrusted to us clay jars. In this letter that we read today, Paul tells the church in Corinth that we are afflicted in every way, but in all of it, in all the troubles in our lives, God is with us in it. And God is with us in all of it because God frees the Hebrews from slavery in Egypt and frees us to be slaves of a different sort. No longer under Pharaoh as Lord, but Paul says that we proclaim Jesus Christ as Lord and ourselves as your slaves for Jesus' sake. And because of this freedom into a new kind of slavery, we might be afflicted but not crushed. We might be perplexed, but not driven to despair. There might be persecution, but we will not be forsaken. Our minds might feel confused or worried or perplexed and sometimes even worse, but even when we come close to despair, even when shadows and darkness seem to fill our minds, ours is the God who once said, let light shine out of darkness. 
And Paul tells us that this same God is shining light from within our hearts, that the light of Jesus is shining from our hearts, and even our hearts aren't always quite as shining as we would like them to be. Sometimes the light might feel dim, or is maybe even hard to find in ourselves. In our gospel reading from Mark today, Jesus is being sort of followed around by some Pharisees on the Sabbath, and their light isn't shining super brightly that morning. At, let's be clear, the Pharisees actually don't care this much about Sabbath observance. It's a conversation that is going on throughout Jewish history. They're trying to figure out what it means to follow the law. It's part of the conversation to talk about Sabbath and healing, and those debates were not new. The issue they have with Jesus' followers plucking the heads of grain or with Jesus healing a man on the Sabbath has very little to do with the actual commandment. It has everything to do with what these things say about Jesus, what Jesus says about Jesus, and the stories they tell themselves. Because as Pharisees, they're known as experts. They're leaders in their congregations and in their towns. They have a certain amount of power, of prestige, of knowledge that they've worked very hard for. And then in comes Jesus, preaching like crazy, gaining followers faster than they can believe, and he sometimes is just a little flippant with the teachings from the synagogue. And before we even get to our reading today in Mark, the Pharisees are already thinking about how they might protect themselves from this newest rabbi rock star. They're already wondering how they might preserve themselves and their own followers. They already feel fear of this unknown stranger that's invading their spaces. And then Jesus goes and relates himself to King David, who, if you didn't know, is kind of a big deal in Jewish history. He just says nonchalantly, well, the Son of Man is Lord even of the Sabbath. And the Pharisees are thinking, but wait, the only Lord of the Sabbath is the Lord. Who does this guy think he is? Now he's healing with authority and power that seems divine. He's giving life to this man because to heal this man with his disability would have been to give him a new life, of the ability to work, to be in relationships with others. Jesus resurrects him on the Sabbath. Immediately after this, after an offhanded comment about King David and the healing of a man in need, the Pharisees go to the Herodians. They're not friends. They don't get along. But just this one moment already has them conspiring together on how to destroy Jesus. And so before they go to do this, Jesus is angry with them. He looks at them with anger, and Jesus was grieved at the hardness of their hearts. Because this need for protection, this focus on self-preservation, this fear that the Pharisees had, had hardened their hearts against Jesus and against the man in need of healing. A very familiar phrase to the hardened heart of Pharaoh way back when the Hebrew people were slaves in Egypt before they were freed, it makes me wonder, what must Jesus feel about our hearts? Is Jesus shining through them, filled with love and light, or is Jesus grieving a little? And that's a hard thing to wonder. Are our hearts feeling open and filled with love and joy, or are they feeling a bit more solid, a bit hardened? 
Have we found ourselves trying to protect our hearts? Maybe we've been burned before and we don't want to experience that again. Maybe we've been hurt, our hearts broken. Maybe it seems easier to just close ourselves off rather than trusting others or trusting God. Maybe we're more like the Pharisees than we want to think, working towards some sort of self-preservation. Maybe the walls we create around ourselves and around our hearts are ways that we preserve what we know so we can preserve some kind of control, our knowledge, our experiences, by not being too soft, by not being too open. But both protection and specifically self-preservation, like the Pharisees, really are just symptoms of fear. Maybe we are feeling afraid of what it means to really have an open, grateful light of Christ shining brightly heart. Maybe we are filled with fear of the unknown or fear of people who seem other to us. Maybe we wish our hearts were more open, shining more brightly, but our lives have just hardened them a bit. Because our lives as clay jars are fragile and broken and sometimes just exhausting. Maybe you are just too tired. Maybe your body is tired of the work it has to do to be a slave to others for Jesus. Maybe your mind is wiped out trying to learn how to better care for your neighbor you don't know. Maybe your heart is just hardened by too much heartbreak. Maybe you need a moment, a moment to breathe, to think, to feel. Maybe you need a day. Maybe you need a Sabbath day because Jesus brings us that Sabbath. Jesus goes to the cross because of fear, because of hardened hearts. Those Pharisees find those Herodians and they begin their conspiracy all the way back in Mark chapter 3, verse 6. We are barely three chapters into Mark's gospel and fear and hardened hearts are already working to send Jesus to the cross. Jesus goes to the cross to soften and open and light up hearts, to free the world, to free each and every one of us from the slavery of fear and sin and death. Jesus dies to give us rest. Because as Jesus says, the Sabbath was made for humankind and not humankind for the Sabbath. Jesus is our Sabbath, our rest, our saving grace. Jesus rises from the dead and shines the light of creation into our hearts, opening them like you might open a clay jar and fill us with love and grace and new life. Jesus does all of this for love, for mercy, for the shining light of God's creating power. And as Jesus shines this light for us, Jesus frees us to be a new kind of servant, a new kind of slave, slaves for Jesus' sake, so that we might go into the world feeding the hungry, caring for those who are sick, sharing love and mercy with all people, regardless of gender, orientation, ethnicity, race, or whatever boundary we have created from our own fear. How are you? Amen. How are you doing today? How are you feeling? Can you feel it? Can you feel the life that Jesus has given your body? Can you feel the hope in your mind? Can you feel the light of love and grace from Jesus Christ shining through your heart? This is your moment. This is your breath. This is your Sabbath day, a day made for you by God and freed for you by our Lord of the Sabbath, our Lord of rest, our Lord of life, Jesus Christ. Thanks be to God. Amen. Amen.